Listener Production. Hi, this is Paul McIntyre. Welcome to the MI3 Audio Edition. I've been a business journalist for 25 years covering the marketing, media, agency and tech sectors. In this series, we talk to industry leaders about the global and local developments that you need to be across this week. Well, welcome to the Cheats Guide to another 200-page-plus report from the ACCC on its digital platforms inquiry, released on Tuesday, just gone. In a nutshell, this report was supposed to be explosive for the tech platforms and agency groups and for user tracking and privacy, and it was meant to shake up the market for advertisers. Now, will it? We're about to find out. Google certainly faces serious heat in this report, and it will flow through the advertising and data supply chain. HCC Chair Rod Sims, for instance, wants to force Google to open up access to YouTube ad inventory so advertisers and agencies are free to use ad tech systems that are not controlled by Google. What does that really mean? More on that shortly. What about agency groups? Well, it looks like they've come out pretty well in this. And OMG's Chief Investment Officer, Christian Kroon, seems relatively relaxed on the mics right now, so everything must be okay. We'll get to that shortly too. But to set this conversation up, the final report on the Digital Advertising Services Inquiry has made six key recommendations that the federal government now has to move on or not. So to give us the broadest perspective on what this means for every part of the marketing sector, advertising, media, tech, agencies and beyond, we've brought our go-to team back together. Peter Leonard is the Principal of Data Strategies, Professor of Practice at UNSW Business School and advisor at law firm Gilbert and Tobin. Uh, joining Peter is Gayla Roy, CEO at the IAB, Dan Stinton, Managing Director at The Guardian Australia and Christian Kroon, as I mentioned earlier, at OMG. So welcome team. Let's start with an exec summary from each of you on the key takeouts from this 200-page uh, report. Before we race through each of the six ACCC recommendations that have gone to government and what that might mean uh, for the industry. Um, to Peter Leonard first, um, welcome Peter. You said earlier this year, Australia's marketing industries, and I quote, have been behaving like ostriches on data privacy and that they've put up with bad data governance around management of cookies and your time has come. So first, Peter, is this the sledgehammer we thought it would be? And then let's hear your top line take um, and welcome. Good day, Paul. Um, the short answer is it's not the sledgehammer, but um, I didn't expect that it would be. And the reason that I didn't expect that it would be is that the issues around management of data by other people other than Google um, in the advertising, digital advertising sector are really going to be, I think, uh, in the spotlight in the, uh, the Attorney General's Privacy Act review and not in this review. So it's not that the ACCC have said that privacy doesn't matter. Indeed, they say that a number of times through this report that privacy really does matter. And they say that specifically in respect of their recommendations around um, uh, universal transactor ID and um, transaction ID, Um, but their focus is not data privacy more generally. So I think we we remain to see what the Attorney-General's review have got to say around data privacy. And this report is very much focused on Google and its role in the digital advertising ecosystem and more focused on 
competition and consumer protection issues than it is focused on data privacy. Right. Just give us a quick sense of where the AG, the Attorney General's um, uh, review is at privacy. Where is it at now, Peter? Well, that's a very good question, Paul. Um, We'd all like to know. Right. We've been waiting for the, quote, imminent, unquote, um, release of the detailed um, issues paper or discussion paper and the draft legislation for months now. Um, I heard the other day that it was going to come out this week, that I've heard that at least three times before, so who knows? So it's imminent, but how imminent will just leave open? How's that? Yeah, and exactly what imminent means we might have to leave open as well. (laughs) Yes, okay. So just going to your top-line thoughts, uh, Peter, on on this big big recommendation, these final recommendations to government, Um, what's your overall sense of what all this means and and where maybe the hotspots and crunch points might be for, for the industry, if there is any at all? Well, I've never met a regulator who says that they have enough powers Um, Generally, regulators say they need more powers, and where the regulator is also an enforcer, they usually say they need powers to intervene without having to prove anti-competitive conduct or um, misuse of market power or damage to consumers. And this report, perhaps predictably from the ACCC, says we need powers to intervene in the market up front without the need to prove that there has been consumer detriment or prove that there has been anti-competitive effects. And the argument appears to be based upon, um, as they call it, the overwhelming advantages that that Google enjoys in the sector and some suggestions as to self-preferencing, but that sort of never rises above the level of, well, they've got a lot of data, they dominate the market, and therefore we think we need more power to intervene and um, create rules around what happens in this market without the need to apply existing laws in respect of misuse of market power or misleading and deceptive conduct. So in that sense, I think it's perhaps uh, to be expected that the regulator would like to have more powers and like to not have to prove things in order to reshape the market in the uh, way that the regulator says it would like to be reshaped. And of course, our discussion today will be, um, is the regulator right in thinking that the market should be reshaped the way that the regulators suggest. Uh, MI3, we had a, a conversation with Rod Sims earlier in the week on this, and he made the point quite quite clearly that, you know, the problem with litigation um, or taking uh, Google or anyone else to court is that it's it can take three or four years and, the, and everything's moved on, and it's a very slow process, uh, and a retrospective uh, fine or whatever it might be is not enough to be preventative and stop um, the sort of behaviour, the anti-competitive behaviour or anti-consumer behaviour that they're trying to do. So that point, I guess you'll probably agree with it, just whether, Peter, you, you don't you don't think that the regulator should have more power or should? What's your take? Well, litigation is slow and painful and expensive and uh, regulators don't like to litigate as a result of that, but we need to think very hard about whether we give regulators powers to reshape markets absent um, proof of illegal conduct. 
I will explore that a little bit later if we have time because it's a big one. Gayla Roy, you sit and run the IAB and represent all of the digital advertising sector. What's your what's your what's your sense and what's the members' response been so far um, to you know two hundred pages of it? Um, and I'm sure you've read it all, Gay. <laughs> I have, I have read it, um, most of it, I think, I hope. Um, it, it's been mixed, as always, Paul, with our, with our members. We have a broad broad church, um, and I think a lot of people are still trying to get their head around what it means for them. So I think it's pretty clear um, what it means for Google um, to an extent, but it's, it's less clear, I guess, um, on what it means for the rest of the industry, and that's what we're trying to navigate at the moment. I guess all of the points, you know, whether it's, it's Google-specific or, or market-specific, it's around transparency, it's something, you know, that the IAB, other industry bodies are working really hard on. And I think this gives us a really good steer on, um, you know, industry, you know, come to us with your solutions, make sure you're front of game, make sure that you're, you're doing the right things. Um, and it puts a bit more of a time frame on it. So I guess selfishly running an industry body that's all about transparency and standards, um, there's a lot of good stuff in there that helps motivate um, a range of different companies Um to start um, or to, to adopt new standards, adopt best practice um, and be more transparent in their behaviour. Gay, your initial sense on the report, did you expect a little bit a harder punch than what was in there or was it what came was what you thought might be? I thought it'd be a little bit of a different mix. Um, like Peter's discussion, I thought there might be a little bit more on, on data and privacy. Um, I guess it's, you know... Now, I'm dreading having the privacy report land at the same time, but also it would be good to have it at a similar time so we can look at things like consumer ID. I thought it might be a little bit broader in, in remit than sort of um, Google than sort of everyone else, um, but they did make nods to looking at that closed environment down the path. So, um, yeah, slightly narrow in, in some of the scope, but um, some good stuff there for us to work with. Dan Stinton, your, your sense uh, overall on, 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 on the report? Look, what struck me, Paul, when reading through it is just um, the brilliant, really, strategic moves that Google has made over the last decade or so in order to be able to gain such a strong position in the market. And so in one sense, I mean, gold star to them for that, but they've become a distorting influence on that market. And so it, it really just, I guess, highlights the fact that you've, you've got a bit of a fundamental problem when you've got one player which has 90 to 100% control of the supply of um, advertising in that market and 80 to 90% control of the demand. Uh, and those two things are fundamentally in conflict. But, you know, beyond that, there were two key themes of the report, which, which we're really supportive of. Um, most of the recommendations dealt with some form of um, calling for more transparency. Um, I mean, Gay touched on this, but I think that is ultimately a very good thing. More transparency, I think, will result in publishers uh, being able to know for certain whether they are getting a fair price for their inventory, but also critically for people like Christian, for advertisers to make sure that um, all of their spend is uh, going to the places that it should and being as effective as it could without, as, as it should without, uh, without high fees. So, so that is a good thing. Um, the other key theme is in regards to data separation. Um, and uh, I was encouraged by the fact that um, the ACCC is looking to at least put some limits on the data arms race and the ability for the really large players to be able to collect consumer data in one area and then uh, apply that for a competitive advantage in, in a completely separate area. So we'll touch on this when we get into the recommendations, I'm sure. But I think transparency and data separation, two key themes which we're broadly really supportive of. And I've asked uh, Gay and Peter already about the sledge uh, or, or the sledgehammer. Uh, was it was it a lighter touch than, than, than you thought might be coming? Oh, look, I think it was... 
it was probably a, a little bit more targeted towards Google than I was expecting, to be honest. Um, right. But I'd also just echo the points that Peter and Gay have made, and that is that it's hard to, to view this in isolation of the privacy review because uh, the, the, private, the, 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 the privacy review and the changes that will come from that are also going to have massive implications for this market. And so uh, I, I, we really need to see that review as much as it's going to make Gay's job incredibly busy. Uh, we really need to see that, that report and that review of the Privacy Act uh, really soon so that we can do these things in concert. Uh, Christian Croon, so overall, what's your sense? I mean, agencies were tickled with a, with a feather, really. You're, 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 you're smiling, I guess. It wasn't too bad uh, for the agency stuff. But overall, and I'm sure you'll get to um, your thoughts on, on, on the, what the ACCC's um, sort of take on the uh, agency kind of sector that they looked at. But um, your overall sense first, Christian. So overall sense is this is a really hard one for marketeers, for our our teams, our clients, we're not used to regulation. We don't have large legal teams. Um, a lot of businesses or agencies don't even have legal staff. We just don't have that kind of infrastructure. So when you've got 15 separate inquiries running over multiple years, and then you've got um, privacy under review separate to those 15 inquiries, I think it's really hard for, for our constituents and our, our entire industry to understand how important is this? How's it going to impact me? Does it matter for this quarter or in three years' time? So I think, yeah, and that's why we're doing this today. Really hard for people to understand where where they're at with this. My take on this was a lot of industry press kind of always says it doesn't go hard enough when the ACCC comes out. And then we tend to find 15 to 18 months later, there's quite a lot of bite. So it wasn't necessarily the size of the uh, the impact. It was where it was directed. And would the ACCC look at just that um, retrospective and, and today's problems? Or were they looking at how the market's evolving, new players that are emerging a bit further upstream in places like data? So you've got to deal with Google, but also look to the future. And we've talked previously about concerns that um, the ACCC might only focus on the past. And very pleased to see that they're, they're thinking about the future. Because if they get to an outcome that leads to greater competition and innovation, that can only be good for the advertisers that we represent. So overall, positive. Um, okay. Well, and, and I have to touch on here now the agencies. That was that was a pretty good result. The interim report that they put out heavily suggested that. And um, look, you know, I, I went on record then on, on our view. Omnicom's view was that all the questions asked by the ACCC or advertising agencies, and there were 50, covering all elements of the services we offer to advertisers and how we deal with media owners, were very reasonable, and you should be able to answer all of them, which is what we did. Um, and therefore, other holding groups have taken their uh, their approach. For clients and advertisers, the challenge has always been being able to understand what's going on in the market. The ACCC has now made that possible, right? They've democratized information. People have had to go on record on what they do to a regulator or not, it, you know, as I said before, quite a lot of questions were not answered by a number of people. Advertisers can see that and 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 have a conversation about it if they so wish. Some will, some won't. Yes, and I think you know the ACCC essentially said, um, you know, undisclosed, disclosed contracts and so forth. It's better if it's if it's disclosed. Buyer beware, essentially, which is sort of some of the narrative that's been going for a while. But know know your stuff and uh, and and move on, leaving to the market to sort it out. He's basically was well, enough competition there. He's saying, I think. 
or the ACCC saying. That shouldn't be the end of the conversation. It should be framed as the start of the conversation. And it shouldn't just be, if it's buyer beware, you can engage in any practice you like because it's up to the person you're selling to to realise what you're doing. It should be, you know, and the ACCC clearly called out MFA, AANA, PWC frameworks that are available. You should be um, going through a structure and demanding the level of detail and transparency that gives you comfort to work with your agency. Um, and we're up for that conversation in any part of the areas covered by the ACCC. Let's get to the uh, six key recommendations. Um, uh, recommendation one talks about Google should amend its public material so that it clearly describes how it uses first-party data to provide ad tech services. Um, now, Peter Leonard, can I start with you on this one? Um, essentially, the inference here is what? This one really surprised me, actually, because if I was going to give Google a gold star, um, I'd give them a gold star for their consumer-facing explanations in their new privacy centre around how they use first-party data. And I get the later recommendations around increased transparency as to how Google um, uses third-party data and um, better transparency through the ad tech system generally. But it seemed to me a really odd point actually to start with to say that um, Google's existing disclosures in respect of first-party data were a major concern in the market today. So um, I must say of all the six recommendations, this is the one that surprised me the most and for it to appear as recommendation one um, really surprised me. Well, the, the recommendation does say along the lines of that, that its public material needs to clearly and unambiguously explain how it uses data that it collects from its consumer-facing services. I mean, I would say that Google does that better than most other players in the advertising digital advertising sector. So um, it's a separate issue about um, the advantages that Google enjoys, but in terms of how it explains to consumers what it does, it does it a lot better, frankly, than many other players. And uh, when it did it wrong um, in respect of the now famous oh shit litigation, um, uh, the ACCC rightly held it to account and uh, we had those proceedings where the federal court found against Google. So, and the reason they were able to find against them was a gap between what Google said and what Google um, uh, did in relation to geolocation data that Google had not picked up in its internal practices. And rightly, um, there was litigation over it. Dan Stinton, what do you make of it then? Uh, look, we we'll take a slightly different view, although I, I agree with Peter to some extent that um, Google... Uh, does a better job than most with uh, the privacy policy and terms of service uh, and what they do with their first party data. But I still think that is, it is too ambiguous and there is room for improvement. I think you really have to look at this recommendation uh, in tandem with recommendation three. The, the issues here that, that, that both of these recommendations touch on is at the moment, um, well, Google has made a submission to the ACCC, according to this report, that states that they don't use the first-party data that they collect from Android or Search or, you know, name all their other services that they that they use, and they don't use that to give themselves uh, to give their DSP an advantage over others in the market for the purposes of of targeted advertising on publisher websites or other websites in general. The problem is is that 
the, the privacy policy in terms of service on our read at least are vague enough where they are still technically able to do that. So I think this is a really important point actually because um, if, they, if Google maintain that they don't do this, so I, I think it would be relatively easy for them to tidy up their privacy policy in terms of service to make this uh, make it crystal clear then that that is not what is being done. And the reason this is important, Paul, I sort of touched on this in the introduction. I mean, the reason why I think this is important is that there's two problems here. It's a competition issue because you've got this data arms race uh, happening at the moment between the really significant players. Uh, Google is obviously probably the, the one out in front. They've got the Android operating system, they've got Google search, they've got maps, they've got, you know, I mean, that you could go on for a, for a long time afterwards counting the places where they can collect first party data. And the problem is, is that they're technically able to collect the first party data from someone using Gmail, for example, and use that for the purposes of target advertising on The Guardian. And I don't think that consumers uh, should think that is a reasonable thing for them to be doing. Um, I think Google claim they don't do it, so therefore it should be relatively easy for them to make it crystal clear in their privacy policy in terms of services that they don't. Um, and you know, ultimately that's a good thing for consumers because uh, we need to stop this data arms race. We need to stop effectively trying to collect consumer data at every available opportunity for the purposes of selling targeted advertising. Uh, and it also gives smaller players, including publishers, but not just publishers, it gives smaller players a better opportunity to compete with, with their DSP and actually um, have a chance of winning some business. Well, Christian Croon, what, what is the ACCC sniffing here that um, that uh, Peter is at least thinking uh, and saying is doesn't exist and, and Dan is saying, yeah, fair point. What's yours? My view would be Google have significantly improved their disclosures. There's still an awful lot of grace. So I'd agree with Dan on that. I'd also agree with Peter that they're still potentially doing it better than a lot of other businesses in Australia. So this is this one's really a wake-up call for all businesses in Australia that wish to use data for advertising and marketing, which is nearly all of them. And there's a really big gap. So there's a lot to consider for, for nearly all business in this point. And Rod Sims has been on record before saying that he's looking for a test case potentially against Google, but he then wants it as common law that he would apply to other large Australian businesses. So he's he's been very clear in his signalling on this for a good year or so. And a lot of our clients are very much um, looking at this area and working in this area. So I, th I think it is resonating, but it, th this is a biggie. Um, is there work for Google to do in this area? History tells us the answer is unequivocally yes, because we're told everything is fine and that there are no issues and then there'll be a court case in the US or in Europe or there will be a disclosure and we'll realise that there was an awful lot of grey that was unclear and this is a way of bringing everything out into the light and everyone being informed consent from a consumer so they know the, the true breadth and gambit of Google services and how they are connected or not. And then to Peter's point, Google and all other businesses can be held account to what they said they do and then what they actually do. And if there's a gap, enforcement may well follow. This is a way of bringing maturity to what is a relatively new area still. So Peter, just quickly back to you, what do you think the ACCC is thinking then in, in, in doing that if you don't buy it? And my assumption is that Google somehow does bundle and, and join dots across its different services. So that's my assumption, and it certainly looks like the ACCC's assumption, although it doesn't look like it, I don't know, it can't prove it or something. But well, what do you think the ACCC's thinking here? Oh, look, I think it's pretty clear, Paul. Um, the, um, the ACCC is not believing that more information to consumers will change what consumers do. 
what the ACCC is seeking to do is to effectively force more information about how information, how consumer data is being used in order to then potentially say, well, um, there's misleading and deceptive conduct going on uh, around the gap between what is said in consumer-facing disclosures and what the organisation is doing. And that, of course, was the basis of the, the oh shit litigation that I referred to before. Um, so that is a, you know, it's a very nice end run for a regulator in a world where you have data privacy law, which requires fulsome disclosures to consumers and they have to be expressed in terms that somebody of less than average literacy could understand. And if you've got to make disclosures that meet that criteria in relation to something as complex as digital advertising and ad tech, you really are setting yourself up to fail in terms of the possibility of there being something misleading, something not said that should have been said in those disclosures. So I think this recommendation is really about the ACCC um, getting the ability to bring litigation using existing laws by effectively forcing um, greater transparency onto Google in order to potentially discover another oh shit moment out there. But I think that's possibly a bit unfair for the reason that I said, because many other players in this sector um, are not making adequate and fully transparent disclosures about what they're doing. Just give us a quick summary, Peter, on the oh shit uh, litigation, just in, in, in 13 seconds. It was reported, I think, initially in the New York Times that uh, Google was using geolocation data in a way that was inconsistent with what they had described uh, in their privacy policy. And if you elected to toggle off the geolocation settings, that use was still continuing. And um, the evidence showed that uh, when the story appeared in the New York Times, um, somebody senior in Google sent a memo down to the technical people saying, uh, is this true? I wasn't aware of it. Uh, and that led to a series of meetings which were called the oh shit meetings um, informally where the technical people said, oh shit, um, it turns <laughs> out we are still. Yes, right. Thank you for that. But the bottom line here is, Peter, you think that uh, my assumption is that Google does bring da different data sets from services together, and it, you're saying that they do, but adequate disclosure is there. Is that, well, I may completely mess that one up. Well, I think there's probably less distance between me and Dan on this point. Um, everyone's disclosures can be improved, and Google's have been a work in progress and improving over time. Um, but um, it's fair to say that the way in which data is being used uh, doesn't clearly address all of the issues around um, alleged self-preferencing as, as addressed in Recommendation 3. And that, MI3 listeners, is enough to fry your brains for today. We'll be back with Part 2, breaking down the remaining five recommendations from the ACCC's Digital Advertising Services report tomorrow. So tune in then. 
This MI3 audio edition was presented by Paul McIntyre. That's moi. Producer Nick Slater. Music by Matt Dwyer. For more episodes, go to listener.com or download the Listener app and search MI3 Audio Edition to listen for free. Listener.